Two Broke Watch Knobs podcast is an online discussion dedicated to urology and the in-depth coverage, review, and assessment of high-quality, affordable timepieces. There may be instances of strong language, and this podcast is intended for a mature audience. Sit back and enjoy. Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Rogue Watch Knobs. You have made it to episode 72. What is up, dude? What is up? Not much. Um, things are going good. It's exciting. Basel World's going to happen soon. We're going to talk about that today. It's a, it's a fun, crazy time for the insane population that enjoys being into watches as much as we are. It's, it's interesting because I feel like there's... I. With all the Basel news and everything like that, there's this anticipation and everyone's super, super excited. But there's also, I feel like, this weird, like, lingering mist in the air of, like, who cares? Yeah. Like, yeah. a lot of this shit doesn't matter. Like, I I don't need any more Black Bays. You know what I'm saying? Well, get ready. <laughs> right? Right? I was I'm expecting a full Sapphire case. Tudor Black Bay, dude. I told I've, I I told someone. I think I was a I think it was uh, it was a listener. Um, I'm I'm getting ready for the Tudor Black Bay colonoscopy. So it's basically <laughs> it's a Tudor Black Bay, and you you take off the you take off the bracelet and you swallow it, and as it works its way through your digestive system in your upper and lower intestine, it it sends via Wi-Fi to the Tudor app a very high resolution video journey of your fucking colon. I'm so excited ah. for the Tudor Black uh, Black Blake colonoscopy, dude. The, Col- the true definition of a tool watch. The tool- <laughs> this this could save your life, guys. Okay. <laughs> this is no joke. The Tudor Blast the, the Blast Bay. Oh my God, we have got to start a watch company called Tudor Blast Bay. One word. Oh no, but we have to be sure to remove all of the vowels. <laughs> the war in the brand name. The war against vowels in brand names, dude. Yeah. Fuck files, man. But yeah, no, so this is gonna be a fun episode. So it's the idea the idea of the episode is on the 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 precipice of Basel Basel predictions. Stuff that we think I mean, I think we did something similar last year. God, last year we actually get to say that shit now. Um Yeah. Strange. It's so it's so it's so foobar, dude. But yeah, so um should be, should be a lot of fun, you know. I think I have some thoughts. I think Michael has some thoughts. It's gonna be fun to see what happens. Um uh, should we clarify the recording of this episode, or does it matter? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. We're we're um, recording this episode two weeks before it airs, right? But it's okay because we have to do these things because Kaz and I get really busy, um, and we want to make sure that we keep up with our frequency and that you guys get a fresh episode every Monday. You have no so. idea how heartbroken I still am that an episode didn't go up on my honeymoon. Like when I was away in my honeymoon, I'm still so upset that I let that happen. Well, a honeymoon is more important than Basel. So you, you can, you can <sighs> I mean, take I, the day off. <laughs> I, I guess, but it, I could have done something. You know what I mean? I could have, I, I don't know. But we gave away a watch. Oh, fuck balls. You're right. We totally gave away. I have no reason to feel bad. I'll give you guys a watch. We have no reason to feel bad at all. That, that should be the rule. If if we do fuck up, <laughs> we have to give away a watch from our personal collection. Because oh, that watch no. was just mine. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. That's so funny. But yeah, man. Yeah. But there's, 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 as crazy as this show is, we have traditions and traditions should be honored. 
Because if we didn't have traditions to be honored, it'd be like Escape from L.A. with Snake Plissken, or whatever that guy's name is. So we need traditions. Snake Plissken. Yeah, Snake Plissken. Um, let's do the wrist check. You want to do a wrist check? Did you see the... Oh, no. Is it Escape from L.A.? Is that the same thing as Escape from New York? Is I think it, like it's, same... all, it's it's Yes, it's the same. It's the same thing. Okay. That stupid it's, watch? Yeah, some brand came out with the watch. It's not a, it's not a watch. It's, it's supposed to be like the detonator. From the Countdown movie, timer. They, on like on his arm or something like that. And so someone someone made a watch out of it. Can I can I ask a question? So in the course of my normal line of duty, I I, I encounter lots of different websites with lots of different ideas. Most of them bad. All of them somehow find a way to make money. How do mm-hmm. how do bad websites make money? How do bad ideas make money? How does that work? How does that Snake Plissken watch make money? I don't know. Um, I'm actually wearing one today. Are you serious? No, no. I'm oh my god! I'm like, where did you get? I want one. Those things are so cool now. If you have one, that's how it works, Michael. No, no. I, you, you are, know, you I, are the trendsetter. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. You mean like those websites that are just like one page? Dude, it's like, like one a, page. It's like a geo. Number? It's like it's a geo site from 1994, and it's just like, oh, call us for you know your highest quality uh, anal beads. It's like, oh yeah, I got 400,000 <laughs> hits this month. Like, dude, what? What? I bust my fucking ass on a website about watches. <laughs> and you're here with a one-page anal beat site, geo site from 1995. Ugh, man. I mean, you, you don't need much more than a single page to advertise your uh, <laughs> custom <laughs> custom anal beads. I guess that's true. You know, how, how much... How much does one need to know before they have to convert on that page? I mean, really, it's all it's all on the one page. Everything you need to know. So I guess I guess that's a bad example. For, yeah. for Basel, for Basel World 2019, this is this is going to be the episode that's going to be evaluated. By the way, when we're registering <laughs> for press access, and then there's a discussion about anal beads in the first ten minutes. I just want them to know what they get into. That's all I care about. <laughs> I also, also a huge shout out and a huge pat on the back to to every brand that has heard the show and still reached out to us. I think that's huge, right? Yeah, and if you, I mean, if you reached out to us and you also don't listen, I guess keep not listening. Yeah, don't listen to the show. Uh, if you if you've reached out and you haven't heard the show, you'll you'll don't listen to the show. You fucked up. It's a bad show. All right. I'm I'm sorry. I've interrupted the wrist check. No, it doesn't matter, man. I've had, I've had a have had a bad week, so I'll do fucking whatever, man. But um, but yeah, I've been talking too much. We have to honor tradition. We do the wrist check. What are you wearing? Are you wearing this like Let's come watch. No. Quite, well, quite the opposite. Lying to me? Quite okay. the opposite. Okay. Right, it's not a countdown timer to my death. Um, <laughs> I'm wearing a cool new dive watch that I found uh, on Instagram. And it's from a what appears to be a newer brand called Trosca. I hope I'm saying that right. It's yes. T-R-A-S-K-A. Um, and this is their debut model. It's called the Freediver. I believe it's their debut model because on their site, uh, traskawatch.com, it's the only model on there. And kind of what what caught my eye about this one is the uh, is the kind of mint dial that they do. Do you get a chance to see it on on their page? I saw it. Did you get it with the? Uh, is that that's that's with the aluminum bezel, right? This or the steel. This is steel? actually this is actually so this is the mint dial with a black sapphire bezel. That's so killer. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, and there's so that that kind of um, 
that color combination makes for a really nice contrast between the uh the mint and the dark sapphire and it actually makes the watch look a little bit i don't want to say a little bit smaller but i don't know it, it makes the whole dial just pop a little bit well more, isn't the know? watch pretty small i mean not small in a bad way but small in like, in like a preferably isn't it closer to it's closer to four zero millimeter right? for 40 millimeter right so it's 40 millimeters in diameter, lug to lug it's 48 millimeters, and it's 12.5 millimeters thick. That's really good, man. That's yeah, yeah, super it's killer. Nice. It's got a, no crown guards on this, so it's a cool vintage look. And it comes basically, right now it's just either a black dial or the mint dial, and you can get the black sapphire bezel or... Um, an all steel dive bezel. So they're both dive bezels, but you can either get it with black sapphire or all stainless steel. And there's, I, I believe there's also like a fully, like a full DLC, like black DLC version, if you want that too. I don't know why. I'm super into the idea of the mint dial and the stainless steel bezel. I don't know why. You know what That I mean? looks really nice. I, you know, for me, that color is always going to, catch my attention because like i don't know we both grew up listening to to blink 182 and that was kind of like the color of all his guitars it's like that it's like that seafoam green strat color yeah so yeah. if you're if you're into guitars or strats or anything it's i guess it's what fender would call um <clears throat> seafoam green or like surf green which is really cool and i would love to see a brand um or like any brand like experiment with those colors like i guess you can call them like 50s fender colors which is like yeah. graffiti yellow uh the shell pink which is like a light baby pink uh, <laughs> or like daphne blue that that would be sweet yeah i guess i guess halios has that one is kind of the the pastel blue is sort of it's a like bit daphne more yeah, it's, a, it's a little bit more lighter than the Daphne blue that you're talking about. I feel like unless, unless I'm just, unless I'm just insane. I feel like that blue is a little bit lighter. Yeah. <clears throat> the, I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen one in person, but this, uh, the mint on this one is, is really nice. It's kind of, it's not overdone. Um, <clears throat> it's very subtle, a nice light tone. And like, even if you wear it with dark clothing or like a dark jacket or long sleeve or whatever, it just, it looks like a fun watch, but not in an ob like obnoxious way, you know? Yeah. It's just it's just cool, you know? I love the markers on there. Yeah, the markers are the markers actually are more three dimensional than they than they appear on the site. I think I think right now they might have more renders on the site okay. than anything else. Um, you know, because they're just it seems like they're just starting out. But um they're tall. They're they're like tall markers and they, they pop out at you really nicely. And the case back has this cool engraving of, I guess, a free diver that's like spearfishing. So like, <laughs> so, a, so like, is is it is it like a euphemism or is it like an actual like picture of a diver with, with like, like 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 a like a person? Yeah, it's a person with a spear. Okay. And like uh, like bubbles coming out the top. So nice. You know, I've never gone spearfishing. I don't know what to do with that, but <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, it's a it's a pretty cool watch. Um, the clasp is very nice as well. It has it's fully milled clasp and it has perlage. Okay. When you open it up, so that's a pretty nice touch. And it's um, it's a twin fold clasp. So, and it's like a really like secure. 
secure fit. So I, I have a question. Are you recording in a, in a recycling center right now? Yes. Okay. I just wanted to make sure because all I hear is clanking. <laughs> That's Nora. She got home. She's uh, she's making some stuff. Excellent. Just wanted to make sure it wasn't going crazy. Yeah, but that's what that's what I'm wearing. It's a it's a cool little 40 millimeter dive watch. That's you know to me it it's not like it's not trying to pull from like an old sub. Um, really, it, with, it, it feels with the unique. Hands. It, yeah, it, with it, you know, with the hands and those markers, like you said, it it's kind of it's kind of like its own thing. Um, you know, much in the same way that the Trekker did its own thing as well. Right. And the second hand, oh, the second hand I just noticed is like a like a spear that you spearfish with. Okay, that's, pretty, that's cool. That's, that's cool, like thematic continuity. You know? Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, I I really like it, and you guys should see a review on the website some point soon. On 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 our website, on our website. Yes, we have a website. <laughs> Man, I'm tired. <laughs> That thing is crazy cool, though. Um, I don't know if you said or if I asked or what. Uh, is there a Miyota in there? Oh, I should have said. No, it's it's uh, an NH38 oh, automatic. so cool. Yes. Yeah. Can, yeah. can more micro brands please use items from the NH series? More of those Seiko movements, please? Yeah, and I guess I should mention the price. If you go for the Sapphire bezel, it's 400 Stainless steel bezel is 375 that's pretty clutch, actually. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. For like a fun, fun watch, you can take the to the beach or road trip or whatever. It's uh, it's pretty nice. That's awesome. And they and they leave the vowels in their name. So. Hey man, you guys get points, Traska, Traxa, Traska. My dyslexia is kicking in, guys. <laughs> you guys. So basically, if you want to instantly have the two book watch knobs, love your brand, keep the vowels in your name. If your name has all the vowels that it has supposed to have, we're awesome. We're on. We're on board. M MVMT. I'm looking at you guys. Yeah. And stop. Right? Stop. Stop capitalizing everything. Nah, like dude. all caps. All caps. Everything. I I guarantee you, it's the same fucking marketing firm that everyone's going to. <clears throat> and like, oh yeah. yeah, just capitalize everything and fucking Georgia font and lob off all the vowels. Million dollars, please. You know. Oh look, I just noticed these guys are uh, headquartered in Jacksonville Beach, Florida. So. Hey, you guys aren't too far from me. <laughs> I'm in Orlando. I'm in celebration. That's pretty go. I cool. I didn't, I didn't know that. That is pretty damn cool, man. But um, but yeah, I I am also wearing a micro brand diver. Cool. As we were discussing. So, uh, uh, is it my turn? It is your turn. I mean, ugh, to sit up, sit up straight. Just like, just like, just like mama taught me. Uh, so for today's wrist check, I am wearing the super, super cool Hydus Okeanos. Okeanos. I can't ever say it. Sorry, guys. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Okeanos. Okeanos. Mm. I can't, I can't say that. You know what I'm trying to say though, right? Yes. I am wearing the Hydus watches. Okeanos Explorer. Okeanos. Okeanos. Okanos Explorer, um, really, really cool watch. Hydus watch, uh, DJ, the owner, is a friend of the show. We've talked about him on the show before. We actually have a couple reviews of his um, uh, earlier pieces on the site. Uh, the Aviator and the Chronograph, I believe, both uh, two quartz, really, really killer watches. Um, one of them we did a giveaway with, which was super, super cool. Uh, uh, DJ Hydus watches is back again with this Okanos, Okeanos. I really should have fucking like, like looked up how to say this. Before I came on air. No, we don't research anymore. We don't research <laughs> shit, dude. Oh, this is why. This is why. This is why I got a really bad SAT score. I just walked in. 
I just walked in <laughs> and I filled the things out and I left, you know? Um, I got SATs. Such a weird week. But um <laughs> but this watch is super, super cool actually. So this is the first diver that that uh Hydus watches has done. I'm super into this thing for, for a few reasons. Um I know DJ puts a lot of quality care and just effort into what he does. You know, he started um started getting into watches, started like modding watches and just kind of like doing little repairs for people. And then he started Hydus watches and he had the first wave of quartz pieces, which are really, really cool. The classic, the chrono and the aviator <clears throat> or the pilot camera. And then some time had passed. And then he was talking to me about this. He was talking to me about this for a long time. And eventually it, you know, I saw images and everything like that. And I'm just like, dude, this thing is so cool. I appreciate this thing just because I appreciate uh, DJ's passion. DJ over Hydus watches passion. So I know this thing is, I can trust this thing. I know this thing, I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know it's not going to just like melt or fall apart. <laughs> like other watches I've held in my time. Um, <clears throat> so it's 42 millimeter diver. Uh, what I love about this watch specifically in regards to the aesthetics is the bezel. The bezel is thin. Like the, uh, not like, not like the part where you grip, but like the actual like, like, flat visible part with actual where the actual like ticks and markers are it's, yeah i see what you mean it's yeah. relatively thin which makes the dial feel huge and i love mm -hmm. that because it just makes the watch feel so much more legible which is cool because it has these really cool um applied indices so it has 12 3 6 9 arabic room uh room rules whatever dude rough 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 riders um, and then bar markers for the other, you know, uh, for one, two, and then everything like that. Also the date window has this cool little like metal, like ring around it. It's not just like a, like a, like a hole stamped in the dial. It has this like <laughs> care. I mean, like, like, you know what I'm saying though, right? Like, like there's yeah, Se Seiko does that sometimes, sadly. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not <laughs> upset if my $70 SNK has that, you know what I'm saying? But, but it's one of those things where I don't see that on all, all I don't see this little metal detail, steel detail on the, on the date window. In a lot of micro brands, um, mm. in terms of like the feel on the wrist, the thing is where it's at. The watch feels super, super solid. I will say the one aspect that I am actually really so this is really weird for me to talk about because I I usually don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about this part of the watch, but I have to say how cool it is on this watch. The case back, like the art. On this, take a look. I'm on the uh, <clears throat> I'm on the Kickstarter page. The oh, image yeah, that does look cool. The image itself is of like an anchor, and it has like these details around it. But the the quality of like the detail in this thing is really good. Like I'm like I'm just I just find myself staring at. It. I'm like, dude, like it looks really clean. It's very detailed. It doesn't look sloppy. It doesn't look like someone just like you know stamped it. Almost with the stamping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I was really, really surprised. And so I'm just, in my head, I'm like, okay, if there's that much quality in the case back, I can extrapolate. There's probably quality everywhere else in the watch. And, and for me, there is. Um, on the bracelet, it's pretty solid. I like it on the bracelet a lot. Uh, I like the hands. I love the second hands. The second hands is like this giant, it's this giant spear. It's like a yellow, yeah. it's like a, <laughs> it's like a yellow spear. Um, I like the, cr the crown guard's pretty interesting. I feel like I might have, it might be like a style of crown guard I'm just not familiar with but exists I just don't really know about because it looks familiar, but I can't quite place it, but I love the crown guard. It's this kind of like bulky shouldered crown guard at four o'clock, but it's still very, very balanced. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a, it looks like a whole portion of the case just becomes the crown guard yeah. in that one spot. It's, it's, I mean, I mean, it's visually ergonomic if that even makes any sense at all. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 
I love the bezel. The bezel has a really, really good, like, thick, like, tooth, toothy grip to it. So the cool thing is also in regards to microbrand divers. So when I was talking to Hydus Watches about this and we were talking about it and everything like that, and um, uh, I didn't, I never asked them, I never asked them the price. You know, I, it just didn't occur to me because every time I hear uh, microbrand diver, I'm thinking, okay, you know, 700 bucks, 700, 800 bucks or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the new normal, I feel like, man. Yeah. Except obviously with that Trasco watch, which you were just talking about a minute ago. But um, so the watch was on its way towards me, and while it was on its way towards me in the mail, I was you know I was on the Kickstarter page, the highest watches uh, Kickstarter page for this watch, and uh, I saw the price, and the price was three hundred and twenty nine dollars. That's the Kickstarter price, three hundred twenty nine dollars. I saw that, mm -hmm. and I'm like, mm, I think he meant to write an eight instead of a three. You know what I mean? So like, I was just—I had to like confirm with him. I'm like, dude, that like—that's the real price, right? He's like, yeah, dude, I, it's a good price, right? I'm like, yeah, dude, it's a good price. Are you still making money? Like, that's—it's like a, <laughs> it's a really good price, man. Uh, Sapphire crystal, Miota nine zero one five. I like the bracelet a lot. I mean, all in all. <sighs> It's not just the price that makes a perspective for the Kickstarter. So that's the Kickstarter price. Just to also clarify, I think it goes up higher after the Kickstarter, but 329 for the Kickstarter price is really solid. It comes in this blue with yellow details, also comes with black and red details. But the reason I really like it a lot is it feels refreshing. It feels very refreshing, but still for some reason accessible and familiar. So um, I think it's easy for a watch to feel new, but be fucking hideous. That's mm -hmm. not the case yeah. here. You know what I'm saying? Is like, 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 am I rambling? I feel like I'm rambling. <clears throat> no, that that makes sense. And and this thing is, I'd almost say it's it's another very original design, which yeah. is hard to do for a smaller brand if you're making a dive watch. Yeah. Um, I have, I have two questions. So, um, so on the Instagram, there's uh, there's the blue version, which is the one you have in hand now, and I see a shot with like a. A blue nylon strap with yellow edges on either side. Does that come with it? Does it come with any other strap options included with the bracelet? Well, let me pull up the Kickstarter. I believe the Kickstarter has um, NATO stretch goals. Oh, okay. So okay, that, that, that I just saw that on on his Instagram, and it looks it looks really really cool. That might be what yeah. you're seeing. I'm just, I'm just pulling it up right now. And also, can you can you pick between um, BGW nine and C three Superluminova, or is that just like it comes with either version A or version B? My understanding, I believe. Let me just I can actually just double check that right now. I think one version has BGW nine, and then the other one has C three. That's cool. Yeah, they both look really cool with those like massive numerals. <laughs> it's I, I I love it. I mean, I can't. I'm, it reminds me of something, but I can't quite place it. I think someone tried saying it looked like a, like it had like Rolex Explorer numerals, but it 100% does not. The font is totally different just because it has numbers. You know what I mean? <laughs> the black dot <laughs> one is pretty cool because you get the C3 Superluminova on the hands indices and the Arabics, but the pip at 12 looks to be BGW9. So you have that kind of like cool blue and like the like mixing with the green. So that's, that's pretty so nice. Cool. That's so cool. Yeah, it's 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 really really it's. I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's just a unique design. It's really really cool. Also, uh, the, so I have a prototype with me. The prototype, I think the crown on this, it's going to be bigger. I think Hydus uh, mm -hmm. Watches was saying. So I think currently, let me pull it up right now. 
that blue version, the one that you have, when I look at the dial also, it reminds me of Tron for some reason. Because it has, oh yeah, you, you just told me the dial is textured. The <laughs> dial has this super cool, tasteful, I don't want to say like retro inspired, but yeah, there's something like Tronish about it, but not like, <clears throat> yeah. you know what I'm saying? I have no, I, I don't, it rem, I, that might be really dumb of me, but it reminds me of, um, there's some old school Vostoks from the 80s. They have uh, lines on the dials. And there's something very, very just like cool retro about it. I'm trying. I don't want to say retro because that's not what this watch is at all. But that's just how my brain's interpreting it. Yeah. Um, uh, da, 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 the bezel, uh, bracelets. Let me see here. I'm just looking up here. Yeah, the crown's going to be bigger. Um, the bezel action is going to be tighter as well. The bracelet is also going to be, I think he said, like one millimeter uh, bigger, um, just based off some of like the feedback that he's gotten so far um, for the final production on the Kickstarter. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm wearing. I've been talking about this watch enough. Um, yeah, I, I'm just really, really excited. I think he's I think he's close to, to finishing the goal at this point. But yeah, I mean, um, go and check it out. If you if you got 329 bucks to spend, you want to get a really, really cool watch. I think it's definitely worth uh, consideration. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like I like to see more watches like this from <clears throat> smaller brands. Oh, I didn't um, tell you a funny story. With the, can, can you hear the bezel? Yeah. So I, I so the bezel actually is, is pretty good. He's going to tighten it as well, but it has a really good satisfying click. I was on a business call and I, I didn't realize I was clicking it. So I guess I was just like clicking it, you know, and, um, <laughs> and, and some, one of, one of my partners was, was, was talking and then he stopped talking and the client goes, yeah, yeah, that all sounds good. By the way, what the hell is that clicking guys? And I'm like, oh geez. <laughs> <laughs> You just gotta put yourself on mute, man. I, I I usually do. I'm usually so good about that, but I was just I don't know. I just wasn't. I'm having a weird week, man. I just wasn't feeling it. You know, I just wasn't. <laughs> I didn't have my normal wits about me. And just like uh, I'm like, oh sorry, that's audio issues on audio issues on my end. I'm like fucking loud ass clicky bezel. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, too funny. I'm telling you, man. But I'm, I'm excited to see your review on that Trasco watch. Um. There will be a write-up on as episode seventy-two. Uh, there w at this point in time, there's going to be a write-up um, about the Hydus, um, uh Okanos Okeanos. Mm, really should have checked that before I said online. Explorer Okanos Explorer. There's going to be on two. There's going to be a write-up on two rogue watch snaps as well. So keep an eye out for that. Um, but, 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 is there anything we need to cover before we get into the main topic? Is there any? Um, cool news that's not Basel related or like tubo watch knobs news um oh so actually uh, well i i guess there kind of is um huge thank you to everyone that's been contributing uh sending stuff in for us to publish on the site that is like super super cool um thank you to everyone also who offered uh photographs for this mecha quartz piece that i'm working on um i'm working on like a general knowledge mecha quartz piece mecha quartz piece and I just needed more pictures of Mecha Quartz watches. And so I, I made this Instagram story and I thought people were going to laugh at me. But within like an hour, like everyone just like, 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 like answered the call of duty. <laughs> and just like flooded me with Mecha Quartz pictures. I'm like, oh my God, look at all these Mecha Quartz pictures I have now. <laughs> you, you were, you were the hot girl on Snapchat and then everybody started sending you dick pics. Oh, man, should we should we get on Chatterbait? Speaking of speaking of the sex industry and like and like internet, should, should we? I feel like we should. I feel like we need to get on Chatterbait. 
No, we shouldn't. No, I think no. Well, no, not not like in a not like in a dirty way, but like I feel like we should get on Chatterbait and just do very thoughtful watch reviews, like video watch reviews. Well, we can do that, and I can do more uh, more videos like the one where I was just eating chips. Do you remember that? I have to ask you: Are 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 vegan chips normally that loud and unending? You were picking <laughs> chips off screen. The whole time for like five or ten minutes. And I'm like, dude, how the fuck many chips does he have? And why are they so loud? They were the loudest thing ever. Well, I had a, I had a bag, so maybe the bag was, was the <laughs> loud part. No, I mean, you they, crunching. They were just corn chips. With, like, corn chips are just corn chips. They're they're naturally vegan. So it was a corn chips with glass? Or like, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out like why it was so loud. It wasn't the sound of you rustling in the bag. It was the sound of your molars masticating the chips. It's just this crunching, like, just noise. And I'm like, dude, I'm so mesmerized right now. Yeah. Like, I was so, like, it's like that YouTube channel we talked about in the past where it's just, like, people smiling, like, at the camera. Do you remember that? Staring. I think it's called staring and smiling. And then the guy realizes that somebody breaks into his house. Isn't that crazy? Jesus, no. Did that happen? Yeah, yeah, there was a YouTube channel called, I think it's just called Staring and Smiling, or the video series is called Staring and Smiling, and it's this kind of, like, creepy, like, uh, internet urban legend thing, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, his videos were, like, eight hours long, and he's just, like, like creepily, like, smiling and staring at the camera, but he's so, he was so dedicated to finishing this series that um, there's one, I guess his most famous video is him just doing his thing, staring at the camera, but then you can hear in the background somebody like breaking a door and then Jesus. coming inside. And then the person even goes like, hello? And like kind of half walks into the room and realizes that this creepy ass guy is just staring <laughs> at a camera. I guess it's not worth like robbing him. I don't know. <laughs> but to, to Stone Cold, man, like he did not break what he was doing at all. It was that's, incredible. That's terrible. I'm like afraid. Like I'm afraid if I watch it, his hit, like he's gonna come and attack me. Even though I know that's ridiculous. That's they, so weird. No, it's it's the girl from the ring will come get you. Yeah. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> I'm not gonna sleep tonight, dude. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I, that 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 chip eating video. Uh, and then I, the best part was I forgot to like not click the like stay there for 24 hour thing so then it stayed there for 24 hours <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun oh man but we can do that on chatterbait i don't know just eat Maybe chips just eat chips shirtless uh, well uh, okay well it's chatterbait so we have to do something because i want to get tips i want to get tips because ah. that's the reason we're on chatterbait so why don't you feed me chips yeah right? yeah we, we can we can try to do that with our shirts off well, why do I shirt have to be? I don't want to take. I'm I'm self-conscious about my body. I don't want to take my shirt off, dude. <laughs> Can you just feed me chips sexily for tips? From I mean, we people? could also. Is chat roulette still a thing? That that could be, that could be an option. Do I you feel need like, an account I feel for like that? there's a. I feel like there's a precedent to no matter what, no matter regardless of our intentions, when whether they're authentic or nefarious, when the second we're on chat roulette, we have to show someone our genitals. Yes, that's a given. Yeah, it's a given. I don't know if I want to. Do, I, I don't. I don't know if I have it in me, dude. If you know? the uh, if what if is the that? Basel world. What is that sound? Is is, is is that the sound of your dialysis dialysis machine giving out? What was that? That's my that's my countdown death clock just went off. So. <laughs> so, that was a very medical beep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is uh, if if the Basel world uh, press review committee was still listening in, <laughs> I'm sure they tuned out after the chatterbait discussion. 
I don't care if we get Basel press access or not. We need to try and go next year. We really, I, I think that's the, I, I've said this before to folks um, uh, on the feed and via email. My goal this year is to get us in a place so we can go to Basel next year, Basel 2019. I mean, Mike, what do you think of that? We can sell hats outside. We can hats and, and those big uh, foam fingers. Can we still fight? Can, can, can it be like Bever, Bever number one, like those foam fingers? <laughs> yeah. He'd, he'd probably he'd probably be down for, for wearing one if he saw that. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Seems like he, it seems like he has a nice sense of humor. You can't ever tell, man. You know? <laughs> you just can't ever tell. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess we can get to the main topic, just kind of talking about, I guess, stuff that we know about Basel and then stuff that I guess we would like to see. In Basel, stuff that I'm probably honestly afraid to see at Basel, you know? Yeah, so, I mean, for anybody that doesn't know, maybe they're just getting into watches or this is the first time they're tuning into <clears throat> to one of our episodes. Um, right. You know, basically, the the news cycle for watches and, and the way brands release things, um, January, February, and March are like the big months because everything is happening between the two trade shows, uh, SIHH... Um, and Basel World. There, there are some smaller shows going on at the same time, but those are the big ones. Um, and Basel World is basically the biggest. So it's not only watch brands; it's also, you know, accessory manufacturers, jewelers, uh, tool makers, right? Um, just kind of an insane variety of people that um, kind of exhibit there. But the main hall is where you find your, you know, your Rolexes and your Tudor and stuff like that. Um, you know, none of us have ever been, but uh, we're, we're crazy enough that we keep up with this kind of news. And so if you're kind of into figuring out what the latest and greatest is from the watch industry, this is the show that you have to pay attention to. Um, I care less this year than I did last I'm, year. I'm telling you, the older maybe, we maybe get, not the care. Maybe, maybe not that I care less. It's just I, I have uh, my hopes aren't terribly high this year. I, I think is I feel like a lot of times when brands are talking about the new releases, like they're fucking excited, like it's the first Sputnik, like this is this is the this is this will change everything. It's like no, it won't, dude. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. Like I I don't know. I just because I also don't understand how the majority of the stuff that happens at Basel affects my life as a real world watch collector, not like someone that was just that's not not someone that's into the 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 hobby specifically for the luxury aspects of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and the degree of hyperbole and like just ridiculous, um, like press releases that you encounter, uh, I'm sh I'm sure you're seeing some hilarious shit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read a little excerpt without without saying the brand name. Will this get you in trouble? Um, will this will this will, will no, this? Okay. No, no, this is this is not embargoed. But this is a bold watch that expresses strength and power through a masculine design inspired by motorbikes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, it's just the way the way some of these brands talk about themselves and, and the products, it just kind of, it's, it's nauseating at times, man. And, and it yeah. just, it, it makes me tune out sometimes. Um, but, but I guess, I guess that's good in a way because you can sort of, block out the noise and find things that you really like maybe things that you actually care about as a collector um you know and things that you might <clears throat> actually buy so um 
I guess that's the good part of being so oblivious to to a lot of the crap news that's going to be coming out. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, after my heart was broken last year by Seiko, I don't know. I'm just not the same. Where did where did show me on the doll where Seiko hurt you, Michael? <laughs> show me on the doll. <laughs> show me on the doll where bad Seiko hurt you, Michael. It's important. It's the only way to make it better, dude. Yeah, I mean, I think um, should we talk about Seiko? Just because I I, I feel like with what happened with Basel last year, not even talking about the sixty two Moss thing, whatever. The other releases, the cocktail time and all that stuff like that. I feel like, but. Because was, wasn't the original cocktail time discontinued just before Basel? Something like that. And I, then I think, all those new ones came out? I think I think even before that, just for the sake of our listeners and maybe once again for people just getting into watches, we have to kind of revisit our ethos as a podcast and, you know, being the people that we are, doing the things that we do. Um Try not to get sucked into the ridiculous social media driven nature of like what this show is going to be. I feel like you're going to mm. see like a lot of watches that you're going to be forced to feel like you have to have them. Um, really good point. I guess, I guess it's just advertising. Um, and I feel like many of us get sucked into that at some point. I know I've had watches that are just flavor of the week and like, after I have them, I'm just like, wow, I I think I just bought this thing because like the world told me it's cool. Yep. And it means absolutely nothing to me. <laughs> so this is this is kind of when all of that stuff happens. And um, you know, just just be smarter, be a smarter consumer uh during this these dire times of heavy heavy advertising messages <laughs> that you're going to see as a watch lover. That's such that, that that's that's a super like thoughtful consideration because yeah, dude, like you someone posts a picture on Instagram and they put a bunch of heart faces on there and it's like a crazy cool looking watch and you're like, "Oh, that watch is awesome." No, it isn't. You know what I mean? Is it really yeah. awesome or is it just is it just it, cuz it's uh, that shit is wrist envy is contagious in the same way where if I see someone eating something delicious, I immediately want to eat it, even if it's really disgusting. If they're making it look delicious, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. it's just it's that, and that's the dark side of watch collecting and social media, man. You know. But then, really, I I, I guess what I'm excited for, um, you the, know, we kind of the Brightling Fly f- Girls. Are you excited for the Brightling Fly Girls? Oh, those are totally gone, my friend. We other have... <laughs> Bright Brightling has done some stuff, and that's I mean that. We can really? have an entire episode dedicated to that, but that shit is not happening anymore. Not, Interesting. Not, with, not under, with the new sheriff in town. <laughs> under under new ownership. Yeah, yeah. That's we we can talk about that in a later episode. But I'm I'm pretty excited for for Brightling. But wow. I'm I'm, ex- I'm excited for um, I'm excited for surprises because we joke about it, but we know we're gonna get like twenty more black bays. Um, <laughs> but black know, bay colon scope, dude. I'll pay ten thousand dollars for that. <laughs> But uh, pleasant surprises, kind of like what happened at SIHH with the Bomb and Mercier uh, Bombatic five day mm. chronometer, you know, yeah. which was like an insanely cool little watch at a price point that you just don't see at SIHH with a five day chronometer certified movement. That shit is pretty cool. Um, so anything that kind of catches me off guard, like that watch, uh, I'm totally down for. 
think last year what caught me off guard were two watches the frederick constant um that that chrono you remember that yes yeah beautiful in addition to uh the zodiac uh jetomatic pilot you know didn't get a lot didn't get a lot of press (laughs) zodiac man dude does anybody work there (laughs) nope it's just uh, it's uh, it's it's just a bunch of raccoons, and they've broken into the building because it's been abandoned for years, and they're just typing on the on 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 the on the on the laptop. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I'm, I'm actually gonna take a look at some of the watches that were um, impressive to us last last year. So we we mentioned the Rado Captain Cook. It was a cool little. Wow, I think has 30, it already been a year? Yeah, wow. it's been a, it's been a year since that. Um, do you think they're gonna do anything cool? Again, Rado? with like their their dive watches, I, I'm gonna be paying attention. I don't know because I don't know what the follow through was. That's my other issue. When cool things happen at Basel, some brands follow through, some don't. I never heard about that Captain Cook shit afterwards ever again. Did you? <laughs> yeah, no, it just kind of went up right on their website, and then that's it. You yeah, know, man, some, come on. Don't I, just. And don't... then they came out with some other versions. They they came out with like a big version, I think like 45 millimeters or something. Oh, I don't. I don't want that. But the thing is, what I don't, what, what, uh, what, so I think with my picks, what I enjoy is that, I mean, obviously, I think the Frederick Constant doesn't qualify for this, but the Zodiac does. I want, I want to go to Basel because I'm fucking super tired of everyone, like, literally covering the same brands. You said it yourself, it's packed. It's packed with all kinds of brands. But if you're just reading the press, you think it's just five brands there showing each other their genitals. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, well, I I want to go to see all the other brands, man. I don't, I don't give a shit about like the the giant boots. I want to, I just, I just think it would be cool to actually give folks a flavor of what it's like to to be there, which I, which I, I which want, I'm not getting. I mean, I want to go to Geneva and not work. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> hey, well, the thing is, if you go in two bog wasnops time, technically it's not working. We're just kind of hanging out, you know. Some some people sadly are are pretty curious. People that do make the trip, um, you know, if if they're in neighboring countries or somewhere close by, um, apparently a pretty common question is, uh, you know, is this a good time to go visit uh, manufacturers and, and brands and stuff like that outside of the show? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually a terrible time, apparently, because nobody's there and <laughs> <laughs> everybody's at the show. So, you know, if you're planning on going to like the the Patek museum or something, or, you know, there, there, there's a brand that you email and you want to see how they do their stuff. It's apparently a terrible time. So. They're not good. They're not going to answer you guys. Yeah. I, I've never, I've never been, but I, I kind of fantasize about going uh, during some kind of off season where you can actually visit, you know, manufacturers and see how they can, how they do things in house. And there are some incredible museums. So, uh, but it's, it's apparently, you know, it's apparently a lot of work to be there and and cover everything. It's it's kind of it's kind of insane. Um, I want to but, go to one of the brands and like you know how they have like a big room full of all like the watch techs and they all they're all at their benches up to like the benches are up to their nose and they're working on little watch parts and shit and like <laughs> yeah it looks like it looks like it looks like a clean room where they store like semen and like cold storage like it looks very like clean and orderly meticulous. I want to walk in there with just like just like a fucking like a soda. A sugary ass soda. I just want to drop it on something or someone. <laughs> I want to. I want to see what happens. I want to see if like if I can drop if I can drop my Coke on the on the Frederick Constant the guy's working on. 
can I just save you guys the trouble, pay you a hundred bucks and just take that watch off your hands? Because I think it's a lost cause. I don't think sing, single-handedly uh, cause the overall GDP of the country to go down. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm looking still at this list. We were really into Longine last year. So yeah. they did that Heritage 1945 that I wrote about uh, yeah. on our site um, that you still can't buy anywhere. Uh, we're coming up on Basel World uh, 2018. It's not available on their website or any kind of third-party authorized dealers. Not a thing. I've never seen it for sale it's, anywhere. It's like I said, who the fuck cares? It doesn't matter. This Basel stuff, I don't know. I, I With that Jetomatic Pilot, there's only one website you could buy it from. That fucking watch station. Over here in the states, because that's like their partner. That's like the Fossil Watch's partner, because Fossil owns Zodiac. You know what kinda, I mean? Kind of like Zodiac, uh, Squala is the same way. They showed a yes. new Profundus diver, 2017, and then that's it. That's the end of it. Nobody ever saw it ever again. So um, I, I would like to see. So I, in terms of my hopes for Basel this year, maybe some fucking follow through. Like, <laughs> may, right? I think that's. I think that's my main hope. Actually, for something actionable to occur post Basel, like yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't. It's just, I think that's my. Hold on, stop that, sweetheart. I'm trying to eat my headphones. You know what I'm saying? In terms of this year, I will say, I think we've talked about it. I don't know if there are if rumors are floating around or if people are saying it facetiously, but um, the Pelagos, the Tudor Pelagos. Um, oh, I'm blanking. GMT. I've been hoping for that for years. You think it's going to happen? I don't think it's going to happen. <clears throat> I just don't know. I, I mean, it would have to be an in-house movement because Tudor can't do everything that they've done with their in-house movements and then turn around and release a new watch with an outsourced movement. You know what I mean? Didn't so, they do, well, didn't they collaborate with Breitling on that chronograph movement? They did. You're absolutely right. For so maybe the, there's the someone they can chronograph. Maybe yeah. there's someone they can collaborate with. You know. You're absolutely. You're absolutely right. That's that's also, that's also a possibility. I'm. I think. I think something like a, a Pelagos GMT would be, out of this world, um, and okay. something that I've been hoping for. Okay. Have you gone from the recycling area to like the back of a pickup truck? Yeah. I don't. I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> She's, do you hear her in pain and like falling and shit? I don't know what's going on over there, dude. <laughs> it literally sounds like you're in a car. Like there's like, there's like wind. Hey, that's really loud. We'll see if she turns it off. What is it? It's is it a, the, uh, <laughs> that's, the blender? The, that's the fan. That's the fan for the uh, for the oven. Yeah, the one that sucks oh, up all the smoke. Oh, yeah. Does your does your does your fucking oven fan vent outside, or does it just blow that shit up up to the top of your ceiling? I think it goes into my neighbor's bathroom. Good, as long as it leaves your apartment. <laughs> every apartment I've fucking lived in, or as long as it leaves your home, every, every apartment I lived in, that shit just vents up. It's like, dude, I don't want the disgusting grease up. I want it out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, so Pelagos GMT, yes, yes, I would, yes, I would yes. love to see that. Um, I wrote about a a watch that Braemont came out with recently called the Endurance, that they they kind of revealed pre Basel, okay, during their anti Basel stuff, and somebody <laughs> said that the Tudor Pelagos is gonna come out and destroy this fucking thing. 
Um, and I'd kind of <laughs> like to see it. <laughs> I think we would all like to see it, but I don't know if it. I don't know if it's going to happen. Like last year, was so inundated with all the black bay stuff. I don't know why. I just I just got it in my head that we were only ever going to see black bays from now on. I would love for them to to do some sort of retreatment with the ranger or the north flag tutor. I mean, you know what I mean. I don't think that's it's gonna not, happen. That's not gonna happen. Can you imagine I, if can you imagine if there was if there if there was a Ranger GMT? That would make that would make my panties wet. Never gonna yeah. happen though. Oh, that would be pretty nice. Some somebody also said a green Pelagos. What do you think about that? Like a Hulk Pelagos? The problem is you can't make a green watch in this tier of like luxury watches and have someone not say exactly what you just said. Tudor Pelagos Hulk. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't even yeah. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even entertain the idea. Personally, you know, if if I owned a watch brand like that, um I wouldn't even do it cuz I wouldn't want the association. I mean, I mean it it I don't know. I, I think it could be kind of cool, but with the Pelagos, I don't know. I feel like for some reason the GMT feels right. I think the colors that it already has are just fine. The black and fucking blue, right? I think more than likely we're going to see another <clears> wave <throat> of black bays. Um, and for the first time, Tudor might announce a signature edition watch with one of their, uh, ambassadors. So we oh, might get, no. a so maybe we'll get a, a Lady Gaga Black Bay. People are so upset that she's, <laughs> she's a Tudor ambassador. <laughs> maybe, maybe this is the year that we get the Lady Gaga watch. Realistically, though, I feel like if Lady Gaga was supposed to be ambassador for any watch brand, it would, I feel like, honestly, it would make more sense for it to be like, like fucking Hublot or, or Dietrich. You know what I mean? Just some crazy ass shit. I'd know? like her to do something with Richard Mille. <laughs> she could do that stupid evil eye bullshit watch. She could do like her version in like black and white, you know? <laughs> Jokes. Oh, I mean, I, j j jokes aside, she can play a mean piano. I've seen videos of her playing piano. She doesn't fuck around, dude. That is true. You know, she's that just got true. this. She's just got this like stage persona that most folks uh, uh, focused on. But do you really think they would do like a signature Lady Gaga watch? What would it be? You think it'd be a diver? I don't know. But other than other than um, well, the David, know, the, 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 the David Beckham, they could do a watch for him and his tattoos. I mean, other other than Omega with like George Clooney and shit, um, mm. you know, I haven't seen another brand kind of push their ambassadors as much as Tudor lately. I feel like Tag does it. I guess not a lot. There's um, there's a in the mall by me. There's a Tag Heuer and Tag. I guess they bought this giant like wall in the mall, and it's just a picture of Tom Brady's face because he's is, like a Tag Heuer ambassador. He? Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. You know, <laughs> but I feel Maybe. like I feel like Tag has more ambassadors than anyone else. Well, we got a Charles Lindbergh watch from Longines last year, the Hour Angle Limited Edition. That thing was kind of crazy. I guess. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, that's a that's a signature signature edition watch for a uh, I don't know. I guess an aviation legend. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen with Seiko? Um, last so, year was pretty intense. Yeah, so it's it's kind of been leaked already that we're gonna get um, new limited and pricey versions of the sixty one fifty nine, I believe it is. Is it, is, um, it the, is it the one that you called? You predicted a couple episodes back. I, I wouldn't say it was a prediction, but 
it's it was a good opportunity for them to do that because you know 1968 um 2018 it's the chance that they had to do what they did with the 62 moss is the same as with this watch so okay it wasn't just me i I think i think a lot of other people were expecting it so but that watch is at least from what i've seen that has been leaked it's less of a one-to-one vintage recreation um i think it looks a little bit bigger a little bulkier yeah um the fact that the sbdx 017 marine master was discontinued along with the alpinist uh and some of the other sarb series man may lead me to think that some lower tier version of that watch might kind of step in to fill that gap. Uh, but I'm just really speculating. Um, and then a lot of people are kind of getting ideas about the Alpinist as well. So well, yeah. this happened to the cocktail time last year. Uh, and then Basel world came and we got like a ton of colors. So, yeah. you know, a ton of colors for the Alpinist wouldn't be that bad. I'd love to see a white one. I'd love to see like a deep, blue one and i'd love to see an alpinist gmt because oh my god um, it's kind of like (laughs) seiko has to you know i think right now their most popular gmt movement is like that kinetic one that they they stick in a bunch of watches like those sun kinetic divers and then there was that world timer that they released that they didn't tell anybody about um you know so if if they came out with some kind of mechanical gmt to kind of rival you know say the stuff that squall is doing um you know or anyone else like releasing like gmt movements in the lower range uh, i would be so excited i would be so excited to get an alpinist gmt because some of the earlier alpinist models did have a gmt hand i don't know i I think if they did though it would be kinetic i don't think they would make a whole new as much as much as I love the kinetic movement, I, I'd i be a little disappointed if it was. Well, because the thing is, like, just based off how they iterate new movements, they build on things that already sort of exist. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. how that's how the progression's always been. There's no, currently, there's no iteration of a mechanical GMT. Not that I'm aware of. And if they, and if they do do that, I think that'll be insane, but they're probably going to charge so much money, fuck, fucking money for it, dude. You really? Know? I feel like it because the thing is just logistically, what do you have to do to create these days, you know, your in-house GMT, you got to get all the machines, you got to make sure all the logistics make sense. You have to spend, you know, months and months QAing everything before you can actually send that to people. All that gear shifting costs money. If you're just iterating off a movement type that already exists, you just have to change some things, have an engineer go in there and rejig some of the parts and then kind of just change your manufacturing a little bit. But with like a whole new, unless, unless... Because they did this with the Presage Chrono. Um, is there a modular GMT complication? Like, can you do that? Can you just stick a GMT complication on a watch? Like, 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 like a chronograph? People will modify a regular movement so that the date operates like a GMT. Oh. Yeah. So maybe, maybe Sega could do that. Just, just, just take off the date wheel and modify those gears to hold a hand. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. Possible. I don't know. I think it would, I I I, would, I think I would I think that I think that would be sick. But if they do it, if they actually did, if they did that, uh, 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 Alpinus GMT, what do you think they would charge for it? If they, I'm just dreaming here. But if they did it for under a thousand, I would lose my mind. 
I think I think everyone would I think the internet would lose its mind. <laughs> <laughs> Seiko breaks the internet. <laughs> Seiko breaks the internet once again. Um did we say how much that 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 68 reissue diver is? I don't think it's been confirmed yet. Um, so, so you don't want to say it because I've heard how much it's going to be. Oh, you've heard? I feel like I've heard. I have to. I'd have to look it up. But if you if you know off the top of your head, I feel like I want to say it was like in the four or five thousand dollar range. I see limited edition of fifteen hundred pieces. I uh, don't see price. There should be like a like 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 a yen. No. Maybe I don't see that. We can we can look it up. But yeah, I see. I guess we can also say that I see two lower tier versions, kind of like what they did with the sixty two Moss. Yeah, those prospects ones. And they, these are marked with the caliber six R fifteen, so it'll be the same case. Uh, the looks like a blue one and a black one with those monster hands that don't totally look good on everything. Really? They're still doing those stupid hands? Yeah. Oh, and there's there's a green one. There's a green one. So there's going to be some kind of like Hulk Seiko Marine Master. <laughs> okay. That's the uh, second or third cop car I've heard in your area. Are you okay? Need help? Blink if you need help. Well, it's kind of funny because I, I, and, and I totally intend to use the word funny because there's a street here <laughs> that takes you straight to, I guess, uh, a sad excuse for a beach in Seattle here. And okay. it's a hot meetup spot for dudes that tune their Hondas with the fucking like coffee can exhaust <laughs> thing. <laughs> so, so a lot of them just kind of blast through the street here and then they like, they like crash into shit and turn into like pink goo. Oh. Oh uh, so, so a lot of You're times, <laughs> you know, a lot of times you just got to bring out the ambulance and whip out the hose and fucking clean up the street and whatever. Goddamn, goddamn hooligans <laughs> driving their cars. God damn it. Just, uh, just hosing down the street. That's what they're doing. Um, <laughs> ashes to ashes, goop to goop. <laughs> so that's, that's probably what we're hearing. Um, excellent. Good I forgot about, I forgot about this green version. It, it looks cool in the, in the version that I saw, but 40, both of these are 44.3 millimeters. Um, I, I do suspect if if we haven't confirmed price, by the way, I do suspect this sixty one fifty nine reissue will be pricier than the sixty two MAS reissue because it has the caliber. It it has like a high beat caliber. Oh, you know shit. what I mean? Yeah. What do you think is going to become of the zero three three and zero three five? Are those gone forever? Are you didn't they ever have something that replaces those watches? The Sarbs. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. So beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful, man. Believe it or not, I've never handled one in person. Really? Yeah. I think I've seen I think I saw one wearing it at wind up the first year I was there. But I love seeing pictures of it online. And it's just I mean, it's it's just it was one of the great go to like five hundred ish dollar dress watches that you could recommend to someone. I mean mm -hmm. and I mean and, and not even like a dress watch. It's still kind of sporty, but that was a great those were great pieces, both of those, the black and the white dial. Um, there are another brand. There are whispers. Um, there are whispers, <laughs> whispers, great band name. <laughs> Cause they were, they attended Basel world 2017, but actually didn't technically release anything new. Okay. Um, 
so it's kind of expected that something big will happen for 2018 but i think doxa is going to come out with something kind of hmm. kind of fancy <laughs> you think so i have i have a couple reasons to believe that i think that when they came out with the new or basically the 50th anniversary sub 300 models that they released in um black shark hunter white sea mm-hmm. rambler and orange professional I think they probably ordered a big shipment of cases. So when the remainder of those cases were still sitting around, they did 300 of the black lung, which came out recently. And then I think they still have some left over and they're probably going to do something. And my, my bets are on a, um, a us aqua or whatever the brand is. Um, the aqua lung divers, thing shark Mm -hmm. hunter version which is basically like the watch that or like one of the watches that the Cousteau crew had if i remember correctly so a black dial one with the u.s divers co logo that that would be be, pretty sick that'll be super cool that'll be killer what do you think raquette is gonna do this year (laughs) hey you said you said he goes right they used to go i mean um i think they went up until like i I found stuff online of them there like in 2014 2015 but then after that i never found anything ever again like they used to go because they they it's really weird because they're making it seem like it's this like Raketa's making it seem like it's this super big deal, but in the history of Raketa, it's not a big deal. But they make the movement, they make the they're still iterating on the um the two six caliber, so two six zero nine is what which is what you're which is what you're in your in your big zeros. They're still iterating now on that. In Raketa the today, they're making everything themselves. They're making their own mainsprings, they're making everything, they're making everything themselves. And I saw videos of them at Basel, like like, oh yeah, you know, we make the moves ourselves and everything like that. No one cared. <laughs> no one cared. It's like, dude, how the fuck many other brands are out there making their own fucking movements? Like, like, come on, man. You know? So, um, in all seriousness though, I don't think, I, I don't think they're going to be there this year, but I would love to get my hands on a watch with one of those new Raketa movements in it. The problem is they're, 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 they're going crazy over there. I mean, you can't get one of those. You can't get a new Raketa for under like like an automatic for under like eight hundred bucks. They're super expensive. I don't know why. Yeah, they are. They are a little pricey. Um, you know, to take a price out of Vostok's book and keep that shit under eighty dollars, <laughs> unless unless it's one of those other cool ones. Do we uh, do we care about what Grand Seiko does anymore? It's tough. It's tough because I don't. So I I can't be upset that they're trying to establish themselves more as like the whole luxury brand and everything like that which is what they're doing i don't i, I in my opinion i think it's a great business move because they're also just making the name more prevalent and well known to people which is good you know what i mean it's just i'm not the target demographic but i can't be totally upset because at the same time there's some incredible technology incredible technology behind it man those yeah. quartz movements those 9f quartz movements oh absolutely yeah, that is that is one watch I would legitimately not bat an eyelash to spend two thousand bucks on. If I, had, I just 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 to be super clear, I don't have two thousand bucks. All right, <laughs> I don't have two, I don't have two bucks right now. Okay, dude, <laughs> I just I just had plain rice and potatoes with rosemary for dinner. That was my dinner. All right, kind of kind of like the Black Bay. Um, I also expect to see a few new versions of the Oris Aquas 
they kind of they just came out with a new one. They've been doing that. Yeah, they've been they've been leaning into that a little bit more, haven't they? Yeah, they just came out with one and it's funny they don't call it an aquas, but it's obviously the same case or whatever. It's but that it, life shit, right? Yeah, it's the source the source of life. Yeah, I'm not calling it that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the color. The the dial color it's, is very it's, nice. It's beautiful. I'm not calling it source of life. There's a uh, I believe it was such of the entertainer. There's a joke he has where it's just like I'm paraphrasing, but it was just like you know people have weird names sometimes, and you know like like he knew someone whose name was like delicious, like the guy's name was delicious, and I'm like I'm not yelling that name across the street. Yo, delicious, <laughs> delicious. Where are you? I'm not I'm not calling the watch source of life. Oh, let me let me just check my source of life. No, Ugh, what? The <laughs> dumb name, you know? Uh, delicious. I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, we were pretty into these, um, some of these Zen watches that came out last year. I, I, I like to yeah. see new Zen watches because I feel like they kind of, they just think of shit that I think nobody else is thinking about. They're doing, they're doing their own thing, which is perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Like that you know? air, that air rescue watch, which like has the case where you can sanitize it if you get it like covered in blood or something and it has the com <laughs> it has like it has the scale for calculating like the times that EMTs use to like I guess yeah. figure out if you can actually save a life. Um God, that's too that's, that's way too intense. I know that's super intense and the fucking like seconds hand is like a helic like these helicopter rotors. Um that shit was pretty cool. And I, I would love to, I'd love to see them just doing more of that. Because I, I, I don't think anybody else can like seriously pull that off besides Zen. No, you. I mean, you expect it from them. I mean, like, like you know what I mean. Like, it, it's yeah. <clears throat> so I'm excited to see what they do. I'm, I'm very. I think of all the brand releases from last year all the way now to this year, um, <clears throat> nothing has kind of really affected me more negatively. I feel bad saying that, but <clears throat> I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna say it anyway. Then the those Nomos. Um, Campus graps? Oh, they got in trouble recently. Oh, thank God for making for making ugly watches. What did they get in trouble for? They came out with some kind of uh, collection <clears throat> called it. At Work or something. Okay, it was like the Nomos Weird. like At Work models, and apparently a lot of people found the marketing terribly sexist because basically implied that these watches were ideal for men uh, working in office environments. And like, okay, so we're like, were the commercials of like dudes like womenizing or like it was just no, uh, no, I just, just I just think it was like okay, but what about like chicks that want to wear this like in the office as I call them right. all chicks? <laughs> well, of course, <laughs> we've said much. We've said much worse on the show. I think you're okay <laughs> about all genders. We don't. That's the good thing, Michael. About you and I, we don't discriminate about who you are. Where you come from, we will make the fuck fun of you, no matter where you are. No matter what walks of life you come from, you're getting made fun of on this show. You know, That's the rule. I saw one of those Club Campus watches in person here at a retailer called Fox's in Seattle. Uh -huh. um, and I, I have to say I liked the 38 millimeter version with the blue and orange accents. Here's that, the thing. that one was pretty cool. The watch looks cool. I was pissed off because I was expecting some sort of complication innovation from them last year. And fuck, that, that's the fire alarm. Jesus Christ. 
I had to take out my headphones. Hold on. <laughs> what was that? That uh, my wife just said that she burnt the tofu. Is everything okay? No, this is this is you know, this is almost like Basel World. Everything's on fire. <laughs> Everything's on fire. Our dinner is our dinner's ruined. Oh no. <laughs> I'm so sorry, dude. But uh yeah, no, I don't I don't think Nomos is gonna come out with like something like a chronograph or whatever. They I, have to. I think that I, world time thing they do is is enough, you know? That's as far as they're gonna take it. But isn't that the point of Basel? My dick was this big last year, but now it's this big this year. Like, isn't isn't that the point? No. To do something? No. That, that's more of an SIHH thing, I think. Does uh, does Nomos go to SIHH? No, they don't. Well, we'll, they don't. We'll, we'll, well, mother, well, motherfuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so when will they show their dicks? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess that's the question. I don't, I don't know. The thing is, because I love Nomos, I think. I think what they do is great. I love the models. I love this, just the, the, the mentality. I love the fact that a lot of that stuff is just in house. But then when those club watches came out, it was just, it was very hashtag my fellow kids. I feel like, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. It's just like, Oh, oh college. Uh, we'll call them campus watches and have a whole, whole bunch of different crazy colors. Kids love colors. You know what I mean? I feel like that was like the thought process. The marketing it's was odd. I, th I think they even offered like engraving services for the case back for like graduation. It was yeah, a little no, weird. Dude. Yeah. Listen, if you want to buy your kid a nice graduation watch, you stick with tradition and buy them a tag. All right. That's, that's like the tradition. I feel like that's the traditional graduation watch. Last year, Tag Heuer came out with a really cool, like almost, I, I would call it a nineties reissue watch, which you don't see very often. And it was a new version of the Tag Heuer link. Which was a really oh, cool. that that that's exactly what that was. That was like the graduation watch in the nineties. But <laughs> I I would rock the shit out of that thing because the bracelet is so damn cool. What are they doing now? Are they gonna do? Do you think they're gonna do anything cool this year? Who's gonna be the new? Who who are the next fifty brand ambassadors for Tag? I think we're gonna see more of like the Hoyer just just Hoyer branded watches. Maybe, oh, you're right. They've been leaning into that. I feel like. Yeah, maybe some some newer versions of the Octavia. I would fucking lose my shit if we get um, like a Pepsi bezel Octavia GMT. Jesus, <laughs> that would be pretty. <laughs> that would be pretty sick. Um, and then it wouldn't be tradition if we uh, also speculated about a Pepsi bezel stainless steel GMT Master. This which, Basel, Basel tradition, <laughs> which once again will not happen. No, it's, it's not going to happen. Nope. You know, as much as much as I wanted it to happen before, I feel like I don't want that anymore. That Why? that watch. The one that currently is in the catalog in full white gold. That watch needs to stay what it is, because um, <laughs> it's so fucking badass. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't think of another watch that I like. Just totally did not care for, and ha like just see that totally change. Like when I tried it on in person, you just you just you just get it. You understand where, where did watch you try that watch on in Vegas? Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> in Vegas. But of course, but of course, um, ah, it's a hell of a fucking watch, but yeah, no, that won't happen. Sorry guys. Um, 
Uh, what else? Who else is there? Um, uh, I don't give a fuck about Bulgari. I don't know why people do. Uh, who else? <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why people do. I really don't. Who else? Um, obviously, I'm interested to see what Zodiac does again, but as Michael and I established, no one works there. Yeah, no, the machines one's, are, no one's going to tell us if they no do No one's going to tell us. I remember when the Jetomatic pilot got announced last year. I was trying to talk to them on their Instagram, and it was literally like trying to suck water from a stone. Just trying to get... I'm, I was like, listen, dude, I'm I'm prospectively trying to give you money. I don't know what else I have to do. I don't have a channel of communication with you. You make a thing to get money from me. What do you want from me? Like, like I would just like some specs on this watch. You know what I mean? It's just... But it was it was impossible. Impossible to get a hold of those motherfuckers. Um, before I forget, do you think we're going to see a 40 millimeter Bulova moon watch or what they call the lunar pilot right now? <coughs> Hold on. <coughs> Fuck. <coughs> I'm fine. <laughs> um, that's tough because I suspect the watch, it currently is the size that it is to accommodate the Accutron movement. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they make a small movement, especially with the chronograph. But is it that much smaller? What is it now? 40, 44? That's, 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 I feel like that's substantial girth. That's what she said. I guess. I guess in watchmaking, that is substantial. Yeah, dude. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> you have any idea how much easier my life would be if Rifka was 44 millimeters, not 40 millimeters? <laughs> I feel like I'm making a diorama with toothpicks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's what I would like to see from Boulevard. I know they're going to be doing that uh, Devil Diver that they had announced already, um, which is going to be pretty nice, I'm sure. Mm, mm-hmm. I, I I would, however, like to see, maybe you know even if it's just some more versions of the uh, the Moon Watch because um, the one that they came out with last year was it was an all black case, but the dial was uh, it was a no date dial, and it had like. I guess more retro Bulova text that people were really into, and it seems it seems as if the brand listens. So, I was just wondering. You know, people have been asking for forty millimeters for a while, and I I'd, think it would be great. Yeah, I I think that watch smaller would definitely make people be more inclined to buy it because I feel like when you see it online and then when you read specs, everyone has case diameter sticker shock. Like, holy fuck, this is a forty-four millimeter. It's a huge. It's 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 a big watch. It, yeah. it still wears well, but it's the, that number is not what you'd expect when you see the like a picture of the watch. But if that watch was forty millimeters, I I, I could totally see people buying that watch. You know what it, I mean? It, it wears well, but it's difficult to wear on a variety of straps. <clears throat> I for one could only wear hmm. it on the bracelet without looking like a total knob. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> You know, and right now I'm actually considering the black version because visually, although it is the same case size, uh, an all black watch will just visually look a little bit more compact. Yeah. Um, so to see, I, I think I think they haven't realized the potential of that lineup, and they had a lot of problems rolling it out at first, and then they had the lawsuit. So, um, who sued them? The astronaut. <laughs> Ah, yes, but of course, yes. <laughs> I, the, I remember Because they used his image without permission in, like, all their marketing. And yeah, Bolivar, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah, so the, the thing is officially named the Lunar Pilot right now. So, there you go. <laughs> there you go, man. 
Uh, let's think. Who else? Uh, does Casio ever go to these things? Do they give a fuck? Yeah, Cass I mean, Cassio releases things. Yeah. I love. I, I. The more and more, the more older I become, the more I just love that brand. I fucking love that brand so much. I think they take the opportunity to debut a lot of the like crazy shit, like the hammer tones <laughs> or something, like whatever they're called. <laughs> we love bringing up those G shocks. On this show. Have you realized that? Mr. We G. Amatone. Mr. <laughs> I just want to say it like that. Hammertone. Stop. <laughs> Hammertone. <laughs> uh, they'll probably do more of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to get a bunch of planet oceans in crazy ceramic colors. You, you think so? Yes. They're going to be green and red and fucking purple. Uh, completely ceramic cases. Really? Yes. And they're gonna For... go they're gonna go back to doing like the different sides of the moon. They're gonna do the sunny side of the moon. <laughs> the, the kind of rainy side of the moon. I can't tell if you're fucking with me. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it with my own eyes. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Omega's gonna come out with a bunch of uh, crazy planet ocean versions and maybe some more speedmasters. Because they usually do release a lot of speedmasters, but it's just it's so many skews all at once that people actually yeah. don't pay much attention. And last year, for example, they they did the trilogy collection, which is, I mean, oh yeah. What else do you care about? Um, and then later <laughs> later on in the year, you actually find some cool stuff that fell through the cracks, like, um, you know, like the new Railmaster that they did, which is super mm. super nice. Um, Why don't they ever? I don't know if it's just I don't know if it's just my bad luck, but I feel like brands never focus on the product lines that they have that I like. When was the last time Omega ever did anything with the Aquaterras? They did some stuff last year. Did they? I don't fucking know. I'm telling you, it doesn't. It just doesn't make the news cycle as heavily when there's something like the 57 trilogy collection. See, that's what I'm talking about, Michael. If you and I can go to Basel, we can actually talk about the shit, folks. Give a shit about. I.e. what we give a shit about. <laughs> I think I think uh, first year we probably have to infiltrate as uh, busboys. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I will be I will be a janitor. It's not the first time I've pushed a uh, pushed a broom. And it won't be the last time. I will hardcore just pretend to be a janitor. I'll serve the hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> when people ask me what I did at Universal, I tell them I clean toilets. I don't tell them the truth. I'm not, I'm not owning up to what I did there. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not above that shit. I clean toilets. I, I also I also clean toilets at Basel, in in the town of Basel. No, I think uh, I I think I think we can. I I um despite hopefully well let's just not name this episode the Basel episode. That way the Basel committee won't hear it when they review our press credentials. <laughs> right? Let's just name let's just let's just name episode one the Basel episode. That's a very clean episode. Or the episode we had with Steve from Raven Watches. That was a very clean episode. I feel it, like it was. Episode one was was recorded with a talk boy though. <laughs> Literally I was on the couch in a reclined position recording on my phone. <laughs> so literally how I recorded, I recorded episode one. You know, back to Cassio actually, they came out with a watch last year for Basel World 2017 <clears throat> that I've considered buying. It's just a little pricier than the usual Casio and it's the it's the Gravity Master. Have you I mean let me Google they it. They didn't come out with it, but they came out with like a really cool like Bluetooth connect- connected version. And it's like, 
I guess you can call it the Casio G-Shock like big pilot. You know, it's a it's an all like analog display G-Shock, and it has a secondary time zone subdial at six o'clock, and you get a bunch of crazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it just I don't know what it does a hundred percent. It just looks like a very kind of capable rugged G-Shock, which I've I've been wanting for a while. Um, I just I never know what to get, man. They make so many of them. They make so many. I'm I'm always going to have that part of me that wants to get one of those Casio Oceana series. I think I think I sent you a yeah. photo of one a while back. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a very like it's the anti Casio Casio. I think. Right. It doesn't look like a normal Casio, but it has obviously their um that GPS te- uh, that um that satellite technology in there, which is what I'm super into. Yeah. I would love a watch with that. I would like to see less um, vintage re-releases overall. Also, never gonna happen. <laughs> I know, but there's <laughs> but there's one that I do want to see, and I would love a reissue of the Brightling Copilot. I think that would be pretty fun um, for people that don't know like what exactly the Brightling Copilot is. It's basically what my Dan Henry. 1963 right. pilot chronograph attempts to be so that would be pretty cool so you alluded to this at the beginning of the show you can just give me like a high level is brightling doing good things or bad things they're doing good things okay so, interesting so do you actually see it conceivable that they would reissue a watch like that i think so um so brightling is going through a ton of different branding changes and product lineup changes. They're actually dumping all of their quartz watches. Um, so the Colt Sky Racer, not the Colt, the, the Sky Racer is not going to be made anymore. Um, Interesting. No more quartz watches. What about the um, the wings? The Brightling wings are gone. What about the aerospace? Uh, the aerospace is still going to be a thing because that's kind of like their super quartz. Yeah, yeah. They're 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 different now. You know. Yeah. Um, and, uh, like I said, they're, they're dropping the whole fucking fly girls and (laughs) no more, no more check fly girls. I I don't know. I don't know if, uh, John Travolta is still there or anything, but, um, yeah, they, they had, they had kind of a, an event, I think in New York, not too long ago where they showed off the new Navitimer eight collection and it's, um, it doesn't feel like a Navitimer in the traditional sense, but it feels it just feels new uh, from, from Tag Heuer. Almost if, a little like racing inspired in, in a if way. If I Google Navitimer 8, will I find it? Yeah. Yeah, you should. You should. Okay. Introducing Breitling Navitimer, Navitimer 8. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. They uh, they have a new CEO, um, uh, George Kern, and he... Uh, you know, he used to be at, uh, I believe he used to be at IWC mm-hmm. um, as their youngest CEO, actually. And now he's he's over at um, Breitling, you know. This and thing is interesting. I'm looking at it now, this Navitimer 8. It's interesting. Yeah, and they make, they make a ton of different versions. I, I think there's even like a time-only version now that, um, you know, is... It's just weird to call it a Navitimer, you know. It doesn't look like a Navitimer, but it, it's there's was because it doesn't have the normal trappings of what you'd expect from other Brightling pieces. It's oddly, oddly subdued. 
Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, no. It, it makes actually it makes really a lot cool. Of sense. It's actually yeah, a really cool looking watch. They, they're they're less douchey looking. Um, I was trying not to brightness. say that, but yes, <laughs> I was trying not to say it that way, but yeah, one hundred percent. And I, I think I think he's in, he's even gone on record saying something similar, <laughs> like, but in a in a in a nicer, in a nicer more um, kind of Swiss way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I imagine this thing is pretty. How, how much is this thing? Eight thousand dollars. I'm not buying this fucking shit. That's <laughs> a goddamn joke, dude. Jesus Christ, that was a fifty dollar watch or something like that. Eight thousand, eight thousand donuts. God in heaven, no, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, watches, watches are getting expensive, and dude, watches, watches are dumb. Speaking of expensive, I might be losing my mind here. Okay, and and we can we can wrap up the discussion with with Rolex because I'm not going to I'm not going to try to make any kind of pre- predictions or, or anything cuz I don't know whatever they might just come out with like 20 like Cellini models that nobody cares about <laughs> um so I've been noticing uh kind of the top tier independent watch dealers stocking up on the previous six digit reference Rolex Daytonas I'm talking okay. like pages of stock on their respective Chrono 24 pages or Watch Recon pages. I'm not going to name any specific ones, um, but they're kind of stocking up on these old Daytonas. And the secondary market price has gone up and it's continuing to go up. Same for the newer ceramic bezel versions as the waiting list continues to grow beyond five years. Um, Jesus. I'm... I'm almost curious that we might get news not specifically about a release, but maybe a change in production numbers. I know the Daytona is already super limited compared to like, I don't know what the exact number is for like every uh, six Submariners, they make like half a Daytona or something. Um, so, so you think less, less, less production or more production? I, th- I think we might get less production, like even Jesus. less. I think... I think they're not going to probably obviously not going to do anything to the regular stainless steel versions anymore. They might mm-hmm. do some like weird platinum thing, but I just find it strange that I've observed these kind of top dogs of watch slinging <laughs> all stocking up on the same watch. And it's just like the nineties, not, not even nineties. Like I'd say like late two thousands, regular steel bezel ones yeah it's like it's like animals fleeing the beach just before the tsunami because they know yeah yeah you know what i'm saying that's yeah. interesting and you know before kind of i'd say like five years ago you could get one for like eight grand but now the um you know just the regular steel bezel models you're not going to get one used for less than 10 and <sighs> with the waiting list the new ceramic versions are like 20,000 plus now if you want to not be on the waiting list. So, I don't know, maybe maybe somebody knows something, maybe something's going to happen with the Daytona. Um Yeah, I'm not sure. We'll see, I guess. We'll find out. Yeah. But that's that's kind of it for me. Um otherwise, I'm excited to be surprised. I'm excited to cry in my sleep. <laughs> Um, you can have more dreams about drowning in spiders. Drowning in spiders. That's exactly it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm done. 
I'm done with this list. <laughs> All right. Hold on, my phone's going off. What is this? Uh, okay. Um. All right. Is it time for me to do uh, try and do a recap while my cat's bell rings incessantly? Can you hear this yeah, bell? Yeah, your cat's real is your cat's bell is ringing. Yeah, my, dude. My house is on fire. It's a good okay. episode. It's, it's fine. A, it's it's fine. a good, a good episode. It's fine. It's, 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 it's what family does. It's okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so a uh, really, really cool episode. <clears throat> Talking about Basel predictions, everything like that. Obviously, as Michael and I said, we're recording this, you know, two weeks before. So, yeah, you know, if we missed anything, you know, whatever, it's all good. If not, it doesn't really matter. Regardless, when you hear this, let us know your thoughts and opinions on the show, either on the website or on the Instagram. Um, the website would prefer the website just because I want that to just be more active. Um, as most folks noticed also, probably noticed, uh, the first news newsletter went out uh, a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, your time, your guys' time. Um, huge thank you to everyone who, I mean, did write in, you know, said really nice things about the newsletter. It's something we wanted to do for a long time. Um, it's super just straightforward, you know, just kind of touching base with folks, letting them know what's up. Um, Linking them to cool stuff on the website. Seiko Catter Day is in there as well. Um, there's no other other non-IG presence for Seiko Catter Day, so I wanted to put it in the newsletter. Um, so yeah, you know, um, obviously any criticisms in regards to that, always happy to hear. Uh, just wanted to be better, so that was really big news. Um, in addition to that as well, uh, huge shout out over to um, DJ over at Hydus Watches. I mean, check out this check check out the Kickstarter for this watch. It's pretty cool. Um, at this point in time, I think when you guys are here in the episode, there will still be a few days left in the Kickstarter. Go and check it out. Um, also, really, really cool to hear about that Traska watch. Traxa or Traska? Traxa? Traxa? What is it? Willie Chirino. You heard it here, folks. The Willie Chirino in Seafoam Green. Traska, yeah. Traska, there you go. My fuck, dude. Really cool to hear about that watch. Excited to see the write-up that you do, man. Um, let me think. Um, otherwise, I'm just I'm both excited and just kind of indifferent to what's going to happen at Basel. I I think I'm excited to be surprised in ways I didn't expect. Like last year, I was surprised in ways I didn't expect. I think I think you know maybe that's the fun part of Basel, trying to predict what's going to happen and then just being surprised by something else. Maybe that's why we still endure it. I want to see some collabs, man. I want to see a, a Raketa Patek Philippe <laughs> collaboration. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Patek wouldn't let Raketa clean their fucking toilets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty, uh, pretty fairly sure about that. I would, in all honesty, I would love to visit the Raketa um, factory one day. They do tours. You can go. It's in the same fucking place. The same place the, the, the Nazis burned down in World War II. They built it again. It's 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 still there. I would love to go. I think it'd be I think it'd be a lot of fun. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think that's it. What do you think? Yeah. You missing anything? No, it's a good time. And then, um, kind of also traditionally, we'll we'll wrap it up and probably pick our favorites uh, the following week. And yeah, you know, put a nice episode together where we can cry, bitch, and moan and. Um, <laughs> Tell you guys what we liked also. <laughs> it's, gonna be a, it's gonna be a good time, but um Alright, do you wanna what is my cat doing? It's like epileptic. You hear this bill? I do, I do. It's cute though. Dude, it's like fucking Christmas. All the time. All the time the bill is ringing. I'm like, oh Santa Claus is here. The bell is always ringing. <laughs> I have to I have to like I have to like take it off them when I'm like on a phone call for work. 
You know? That's cute. Yeah, it's adorable. But, um, but yeah, all right. Uh, you want to do the sign-off or should I? Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike. This is Kaz. You'll be listening to Two Broke Watch Now. Later.